Welcome to the Stay Magnetic Podcast, where we have real conversations about self-love, manifestation, regulating your nervous system, mindset, you know, all of the things that you need to be the most magnetic version of yourself. I'm your host, Zoe Magnetic, self-love and manifestation coach and registered psychotherapist, ready to help you become magnetic and stay magnetic. Keep listening to do just that. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Stay Magnetic podcast. I'm so thrilled to be back with new episodes. And I really appreciate every single one of you who's listening. Today's episode is based around something I'm currently going through and something I'm actively learning pretty much in live time. And that is essentially the question of can we go through a huge change or a significant life transition without stress or without challenges? So let's discuss this. This is a genuine conversation and a question um, that I have that I've been, you know, navigating and having curiosity around. And I'd love to discuss with anyone and everyone about this. So please share your thoughts, send me a message, send me a DM on Instagram, um, if anything resonates with you, but I'm currently going through a pretty huge life transition right now. And I'm realizing that there are a lot of challenges that pop up when you're in active pursuit of your dream life or of a big goal that you have. And these challenges appear, in my opinion, not because it's hard, so to say, or because it's not meant for you, but rather because I believe the universe will give us several opportunities to stay where we are or to choose familiarity or to give up on a dream that we say we have The at the first opportunity that things kind of get a little bit challenging. And the universe will give us those opportunities as a way to show us just how much we actually want the dream. And if we want it bad enough, we will we will continue regardless of the obstacles. So I'm actively learning this as I'm currently in the midst of creating a dream that I've had for several years while also experiencing a lot of challenges along the way. And yet every time I'm still choosing my dream, I'm still going after it. So here's the funny thing. I thought I had prepared for the so-called up level and the stress that would come from transitioning between my current life and the new life that I'm creating. My Google calendar pretty much became my absolute best friend. It's my Bible pretty much right now. Well, it always has been, but especially lately amidst the chaos of moving. Basically, if it's not in my Google calendar, then it's pretty much not happening I won't remember it. Um, I even have like ADHD breaks in my calendar because I know that I'll take them anyway. So I might as well account for them ahead of time. Anyways, I planned my schedule accordingly to include time for my workouts, my morning routine, time to cook meals. And I keep track of everything because I knew in a period of time where I have to keep so many details straight, like the amount of things that you need to keep track of 
when you are moving, I just decided I would make it easier on myself by writing everything down, giving myself reminders, scheduling as much as possible, including, as I said before, time to just veg out and or get from, you know, point A to point B if I have to go somewhere. And everything still kind of like blew up in my face, so to say, figuratively and literally in a sense in the last few weeks. Um, so I guess I'll just get straight to it. Long story short, I'm moving out of my condo this upcoming weekend and I'm leaving Toronto on Valentine's Day and I will be moving abroad next weekend. And this is something that I'm so insanely excited about and I've been wanting to do for years, like years. And now it's here. And something that is really surprising to me is that I've spent a lot of the last week or so, last couple weeks, feeling really conflicted, having super sad emotions because I wanted to leave on quote unquote good terms and feeling like everything is all good with no sadness and only excitement. And instead, I'm actually super stressed out and very busy and I feel very stretched thin. For anyone who follows me on Instagram, I posted a few weeks ago about needing an emergency procedure done, which meant that I had to cancel all of my clients for that week. Of course, like gratefully so, I needed to have the downtime and recovery time, but I had to fit those clients in elsewhere. And now here I am in my final days in Toronto and in Canada in general. And I'm actually quite overwhelmed, busy, stressed about not having enough time to not only get everything done, but most importantly, spend time with my friends and family and loved ones before I go. And it has stirred up a lot of inner conflict, like a lot. I find I have much higher cortisol levels than I usually do, which I'm trying to be very mindful of. And honestly, thank goodness I have pretty solid self-love, self-acceptance, self-trust, etc. because I do trust myself to get through this and to figure it out. But I also catch myself questioning if what I'm feeling are the effects of stress Or is it my intuition telling me to stay and to not pursue this dream that I've had for years? And this is an important distinction to make. So I've spent a lot of time in the last couple of weeks reflecting on that. I am a psychotherapist and a coach. And something I teach my clients is to allow every emotion to have their moment. If you're a client of mine, you for sure heard me say that before. (laughs) Sorry to be redundant. Actually, I'm not sorry. It's important to let every emotion have their moment. So I've been trying my best to practice what I preach and let these emotions of pure, devastating sadness that I've been experiencing have their moment. And I've come to realizing, I've come to realize that, you know, me questioning if I really want to leave this beautiful life that I've created for myself in Toronto that I truly love so much. And I have a solid community in to take a leap of faith toward a dream I've had. It's kind of been like an intrusive thought, but I think it's mostly just the universe checking in on me to have me look at my current life dead in the eyes and say, thank you so much, but it's time for a goodbye while also turning to face what will eventually be my new life and say, I'm ready. See you soon. I'm going for it. I want this. I'm choosing this regardless of the challenges and the discomfort from pure unfamiliarity that comes with it. I've had to remind myself that there are some requirements for the dream life. Think about that. There are requirements for the dream life. 
I've had to familiarize myself with the reality that if I want something I've never had, I have to do something I've never done. And anything we've never done before is naturally going to trigger a stress response because of the sheer unfamiliarity alone, let alone the actual stress that comes from navigating uncertainty. I started to realize that I had fallen into the trap of I can quote unquote have it all. I can have it both ways, meaning there's a way for me to hold on to parts of my old life while also going after and wanting a new life, my dream life. And to be frank, it's just not true. In fact, this is why many people stay stuck and feel miserable for much longer than they need to. It's because of the belief of I can keep this familiar part of my current life and I can make a change that completely counters what I'm holding on to. For example, someone who might be struggling with their sleep patterns might say, yeah, it's possible for me to start getting better sleep, but I'm definitely not going to give up my pre-bed TikTok scroll. Do you see how there's a discrepancy there? I'm not saying that we can't have everything that we want, but more so that to truly achieve the deepest desires that we have, we do have to create space for them. We do have to let go of things that don't affirm what we are labeling as our dream life. As humans with a capacity, we have to choose where to spend that capacity. Right now, I'm feeling stretched and uncomfortable because I have one foot still in my current life while my other foot is making the step. It's like midair in a way toward my new life that I'm striving to create for myself. And I'm actively in this transition. And I'll be honest, it's extremely confronting. I've witnessed every day the last few weeks, and I probably will continue to witness for the next couple weeks ahead, the inner conflict, the conflict between the version of myself who is super attached to everything in my current life and how things currently are for me and the version of me who is living out her dream life, which requires me to take a leap of faith or several leaps, probably, you know, that's more realistic. It's several leaps and to also trust, trust the universe and trust myself. And this is an important message for anyone creating any change in their life. That inner conflict that exists between your current self and your future self, it's completely normal. Let it take up space and not let it overpower your desires for your dream life. It's not a good enough reason to give up on your dream life. Your dream life will never give up on you. That's why you still think about it all the time. That's why you want it. So please don't give up on your dream life. It will never give up on you. Anyways, went off on a tangent there. (laughs) I had some friends over the other week and one of my friends had not been to my place before and he made a comment about how nice my apartment was. And I had a little freak out in that moment. I genuinely looked at my friends and with a look of pure panic on my face, I said, what the hell am I doing? Leaving all this behind. I started thinking about how I love my life in Toronto, how I'm actually really sad about leaving. I love my apartment. I love my furniture, my building. I love my lifestyle and where I live. I love that I live just a two, three hour drive away from my family. I can go home and visit my family whenever I want. I love my gym. It's the best gym in the city, Altea. Like this is not up for debate for me. (laughs) And I live right across the street from it. Like, excuse me. Who lives a life like this and who would leave it behind? And that's what I'm doing. I'm choosing to leave it all behind. And it got me thinking about that age old wisdom that says to not make a permanent decision when you're angry or sad or hurt. 
When you're angry, sad, or hurt, you numb, you avoid, you escape, you do whatever you can to make yourself feel better. On the other hand, when you make a big decision from a place of expansion, well, you do just that, you expand, and you do so from a place of genuinely loving where you're at. You reflect on and practice gratitude for everything you have and the role it has played and how it has served you while also choosing to lovingly release it, which in turn creates space for something new and maybe something even better. So that is how I'm choosing to view this next chapter as I make a pretty big move to Sydney, Australia, my favorite city in the entire world. I've been very fortunate to have traveled through Australia a couple of times, once when I was 13 and once in 2020, right before COVID hit. And I had to choose between staying or going in the midst of the pandemic. I obviously ultimately chose to return to Canada, but not without making a promise to myself that I would return to Sydney one day. One day. And I guess that day is uh, next week. (laughs) That's insane but also really cool. Anyone who knows me personally knows how much I love Australia. I'm a little obsessed. My best friends make fun of my Aussie accent, which I find to be hilarious. I say so myself. Okay, that one was terrible, but I don't care. How badly I wanted to go back and live there and be near the ocean. It's my dream. It's truly my dream. I've said earlier in this episode that part of living your dream life means releasing the things that aren't aligned with your dream. Well, I've always wanted to live near the ocean and it's kind of hard to do that from Toronto. (laughs) Love you, Toronto, but you're not near the ocean. So I have to lovingly release you. The past few weeks, I've been tying up many loose ends before I go, like getting rid of my apartment, selling my car, purging, like so much purging of all of my belongings, arranging, moving my furniture, canceling things. Like I called my phone provider and canceled my services. And they so kindly reminded me that if I canceled my services, I would lose my phone number that I've had for 15 years. Yeah, Uh, that was a phone call that I did not foresee being emotional. (laughs) And yet, here I am crying to the Rogers employee that's telling me that I'm going to lose my phone number. That was emotional for me. But anyways, I sold my car last weekend. I spent last weekend in my hometown to see one of my best friends before I move and to spend the weekend with my mom since she left for a trip on Sunday and she won't be back from her trip before I leave. And let me tell you, whoo, that was emotional for me. My mom and I spent such a beautiful day together. We got pedicures. We went shopping. She made me my favorite dinner that she makes, barbecue dill salmon. We watched a movie together. We cuddled. We even had a sleepover, like, like in the same bed together. <laughs> it was truly just so special and I was honestly a wreck when it came time to say bye to her as her and my stepdad left for the airport for their trip and I left to drive back to Toronto I basically cried the entire morning before she left and my mom asked me if I was having regrets about moving to Australia and I said no I'm I'm not having regrets I don't regret it and that is true I'm very sure of this decision to go And I really, really want this. I'm really excited for it. 
the reason I'm so emotional is that I'm just a very sentimental person. And if I could hold on to these special moments forever, I probably would. But thankfully, time keeps moving and gently nudges me closer to my dream, even if it means feeling the sadness that comes with making such a huge change. And, you know, there are some things that only a mom can help with. And it does make me sad when I think about the next time I'm having a bad day, if I want my mom to give me a hug, rub my back. That there are a couple flights, maybe like 20, 30 hours of travel time. that would need to take place in order for that to happen. But she also told me I can always change my mind. And that's also true. That's true for anything. We can always change our mind about anything. So yeah, got a little vulnerable there. As I said, super emotional lately, having a lot of feels. I'm definitely in my feels these days. I feel a little dysregulated, which has also been ironic to navigate considering I teach my clients how to regulate their nervous systems. But aside from being a psychotherapist and a coach, first and foremost, I'm a human being, imperfect, with struggles, just figuring out this thing called life. And it's especially challenging navigating several big changes in a short time frame, but I will continue to do so. And I will continue to share about my own journey and things that I'm learning in live time. So thank you for being here. I really appreciate you listening and coming along on this journey with me. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening. As always, if anything about this episode has resonated with you, please share it with me or share it with someone who you think would enjoy this message. And I am really excited for this next chapter. There's going to be a lot of unknowns. I'm going to continue to share about my journey. And I hope even if it helps just one person who might be experiencing any change or transition in their life, then mission accomplished. Thanks again for listening. And I will see you in the next episode. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Stay Magnetic Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, I really encourage you to share it with someone who you think would benefit from hearing it and to leave a review below on whichever platform you prefer to listen to your podcasts. That would mean so much to me and I will see you in the next episode.